Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando. Welcome, everyone, to Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much for being live with us. It's Monday, August 7th, uh, 8.36 p.m. Thank you for being live with us. Um, you know, 
we were pretty angry, at least I was, after that game against Inter Miami. Uh, I never thought that my prediction or the predictions that we made in this very humble pod, you know, uh, were going to come to fruition. John called it to the T. Paola called it. I called it. I mean, it was, it was just bad. I mean, it just re- reminded me that the sport, no matter where you go, there's always bad refereeing where you go. You know, uh, you know, on the other side of the pond in South America, uh, it's all messy mania. You know, everybody is now interested about Inter Miami because, you know, messy, and it's pretty crappy to be honest with you to you know having this uh built not bought mentality as a club and as a as a fan as a supporter and then just withstand like hitting you all over the place with this messy things like it, it was it was bad you know definitely um uh it was a terrible game when it came to officiating uh i think uh, that referee should not uh, ever officiate a game uh, for Orlando uh, or for any other team. I did feel that the Dallas game uh, was fair uh, when it came to the refereeing. I thought that they were holding Busquets and Messi accountable of what they were doing. Uh, obviously, Lionel Messi is the best in the world still. He still has it. I think he's thriving here because they're also allowing him to thrive, you know. So, um, you know, moving on, I feel these next two weeks, because Orlando gets a break, is going to be healed of all wounds. And I think Orlando needs to look forward to what's coming. We're going to be talking about of what's coming for the Lions on this, uh, you know, Chicago onwards, right? Uh, flying to Chicago onwards. Uh, we're also going to talk about some pride. We're going to talk about some U.S. women's national team that got eliminated. You know, it's been like bad news after bad news, man. Like, you know, you got the thing that happened with Orlando. Then you got the thing, you know, then you got the women getting knocked out. You know, it was just um, not not a good week, uh, per se. Not like a few few couple of days. But anyways, we'll move on. We'll talk about all that. We'll read all your comments. If you're listening, thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, we're live right now on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. Click on the notification bell, subscribe to the channel, drop us a thumbs up. And also we're available on Twitter and on Instagram as LPO underscore podcast. Uh, John, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Yeah, buddy. I mean, uh, Stoke won 4-1 on their opening day of the championship season. So I'm pretty happy about that. You know, it looks like our new new signings are doing well. So I'm, I'm focusing on my one team. That is, you know, had some good news in the last week. Yeah. That Wednesday game was, um, it, it was a, a bummer. Let's put it that way. It was downheartening. It was, it was just one of those things, like you said, Luis, that it, it really frustrates us when we can see, like, what's going to happen. And then we very well know what's going to happen. We're powerless to stop it. And then, I think for me, like I said, there was going to be a clear and obvious moment and that, that penalty, you know, I don't understand how you don't review that and then come back and on the call, you know, I, I don't get that. And for me, that's either really bad refereeing or just 
maybe a little bit of bias because he's messy. I don't know, you know, like we talked about, is it the league? Is it just because it's him? Is it stupid refing? Whatever it is, um, it really ruined what a game, you know, there was a competitive match there. And I think that the fact that it happened so quickly at the beginning of the second half, when the match was poised 1-1, we talk about game states, you know, there's absolutely no reason why we couldn't have gone on to win that game. And I'm not saying we would have. I think Messi still has his moments of brilliance. Like, we would have to deal with that. Like we said, Luis, he's probably going to score a couple goals. But the fact is, because the game wasn't called fairly, we basically weren't able to see what the game would have looked like and what it would have looked like for us to play Miami on even terms. I think really that's what it comes down to. It was, it was uneven. Also, favoritism, I think, on the challenge that he made on the Harujo should have been another yellow card. Should have Correct. Been off. I mean, it's, it's not any other player, and that would have been set off. So why is this? I, I hear some other people on other podcasts talking about, oh, it's because it's messy. Oh, it's because it's messy. It's like, well, that shouldn't be a factor. There shouldn't be because it's a player. And that's, you know, he gets special treatment. That's that's ridiculous. That in itself is biased. So I, I think what annoys me is that we were playing them on their terms. And I, like I said, they, they would have had those moments of brilliance. But there's no reason why we couldn't have been equal to that and maybe beaten them. And, and like the Dallas game shows it, right? Like this team, yes, they're going to score three or four goals because Messi and Busquets are going to create that. But the deep defense is still very weak for Miami. So you can get three or four yourself. So it's a it's a game. And we were in the fight for that. And then I feel like the ref basically made it impossible for us to be able to compete the way we wanted to compete because he was looking after Messi and there was just terrible calls. And, you know, even the last call at the end of the game when they called yeah. back to goal was just, yeah, it's like, okay, so you don't, you don't use VAR. For, exactly. That is for the purpose of looking at our goal, which they said he did, but I, it was, it was too quick. If you ask me for them to have checked it properly. Uh, I don't know. I think then, you know, you reverse the other call for Arujo's goal where the guys, you know, who was it? Um, Enrique is lying on the floor, not offside. I think in the League's Cup, Luis, there was two incidents. One, and I think people forget about what happened in the Houston game where it was straight up a penalty that wasn't a penalty. So you take that yeah. away. That's one goal, which, by the way, would have affected – where we stood, if we'd have Correct. won that game, we would have got we would have been points, on the top of the league, and then maybe we would have been playing this game against Miami at home. So that affects the situation. And then this game, it's not a penalty. I, I people say he touched him. Uh, Taylor Twelman said it perfectly on the, the broadcast. He said he's reaching back to see where he is. He's running, he doesn't know where the defender is. He's reaching back with one arm. There's pictures of, of Martinez, you know, like yards away. From I just don't understand how you don't reverse that call, and for me that that and the rest of the like the league that's the the beautiful part right is for me is the rest of the league you know uh, confirmed what we could all see you know we're not just salty Miami fans you know, sorry Orlando fans who hate Miami and are just like oh you know we should have won the ref screwed us that's that's not what we're doing here we're clearly saying look 
at what happened and look at how that decision affected the game. And I don't think you can argue the fact that it changed the game in their favor. You know, yeah, whether I mean, Messi I mean, would have got another goal, probably, but we weren't able to play the way we wanted to play and play a fair game because it just wasn't called fair. Yeah, that was not, yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, you can talk about this, you know, you can talk about, you know, the, yeah. that challenge. Now, like if, now, if Cesar had done that to Messi, he would have been sent off for sure. Of course, he, for he, sure. Exactly. So, so that's what I'm saying. And, and, um, you know, one thing that I'm very surprised, and I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to probably get a lot of slack, but I have the, I'm South American too, and I think I could speak for people that love the sport and that have been covering uh, this league for a long time. And, and I, I mean, look, I never thought Messi was going to be this arrogant. And I'll be honest with you, uh, the way he's been treating others, other colleagues is like, me, I'm it's like me covering Orlando City for three years, which is nothing compared to other people, you know. And then just coming, this new new guy coming in, just you know, just got a credit for the first time, and then me like walking, not not saying hello to him, you know, not 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 like you know, um, you know, it, it's just that's the way Messi was portraying himself, you know, uh, with with Felipe. You know, with with um, with uh, Duncan at some point, uh, also with Cesar, you know. And what I love about Cesar, his personality, he was treating him just like any other freaking player on the pitch. He was just like, yeah, and, you know. Yeah, you know, I he mean, was, uh, he, so, he was talking back. skin, man. We yeah, he was talking. Right. And, you know, it was so blatantly obvious because now, mind you, I was on my other pod reacting to it. So I I was reacting as this was going live. So um, everyone, even the, the narrator of my other pod, the one who was actually narrating the game, he uh, <clears throat> he's like, this is not a foul. Like, not only this is, this is not a penalty kick. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, it was so blatantly obvious. That even the most diehard, like I just bought Messi's jersey three days ago, guy was like, yo, this is not really a penalty, you know? And then, like you said, he should have been sent off here, and uh, but it didn't happen. Now, did we make mistakes? Yes. I think on the attacking third, we we were not powerful enough. I think Duncan, I think because of the adrenaline of trying to mark Messi, he was too, he was not forward. You know, he was not like ready to, to be a striker. He was playing like a false nine in a way, you know, defending more than attacking, in my opinion. On the wings, Ivan Angulo ate up that wing, like always. You know, uh, I was calling him little Vinicius. Little Vinny Jr. on the on the commentating, you know, but he doesn't put it away, man. He, he just on the on the last on the that last pass, he has to make an extra pass or passes it back and it stops the play, right? So, um, 
you know, that's what really didn't work for Orlando. When they had the chance to maybe punish Miami, we didn't do it, you know. And uh, and then the penalty, you know, and then after that, you know, the call for Araujo, you know, and all of that. So it transpired. To me, it was uh, it was it was just not good. And you know, it really, in my opinion, sparked a, a true rivalry now. I mean, uh, and this is worldwide now. Now, now they know that. Now everyone in the El world Clasico knows. Classico del Sol, man. Now, now everyone Sol. knows that Messi, Messi's venom is Orlando City. You know, now Orlando City. What, what, what are we gonna do? You know, to to stop Messi on on September, uh, you know, twenty fourth, right? Uh, you know. I don't know. It's, it's some some images here. Hold on, let me let me put it on right here uh, from the game. What are we gonna do to stop Messi on September twenty fourth? I think we need to step 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 play the same. We need to play the same. I think um, on the mid we were on point. But what it what was some differences from Dallas that I make from Orlando City? Dallas was way more. They took advantage of the set piece. Dallas was one thing Orlando doesn't do. And second, they were more poised on the attacking third. You know, they were more effective on the counter. You know, I, I felt like Orlando was not really that. So this is the challenge right here. Right? So they're saying, you know, and then, you know, what? and then what Busquets did to Kyle was even worse. Like I understand, I mean, the ref is literally staring right at that. Yeah, he, he's right like, oh, there. Oh, that's fine. Right, and so, so my question is this: in a, in you know, people have Orlando City fans have gotten so much slack about talking about this because they cry babies. They're, they're calling them a llorando city, you know, crying city. You know what I mean? So, but what what we're trying to say is this: in a country that thrives on equality. I'm just saying, in a country that it says, you know, it, it, it thrives in equality, equality is pushed in every single part of our social culture in this country. You're going you're gonna to let this occur to a Kyle Smith? You're going to let somebody like Busquets come in and put in their hand and do like freaking Kane chokeslam from hell to, to freaking uh, Kyle Smith? And he's supposed to take it because that's Busquets and he's won Champions League. I think that we're missing the fact that this is a sport played by 11 men. And when they're on the pitch, there's really no like, oh, I'm playing against a, de a demigod, right? You know, or, or I'm playing against like a, a Ballon d'Or. I think that's over. You know what I mean? I think... Uh, And that's what the boys were really poised into doing. Araujo, you could see it in Duncan's eyes, in Duncan's interviews. He's like, I'm just here to treat it like any other game. I'm going to prepare myself just like any other game and just do my game the best as I can. Kyle Smith, the same. The way he, you know, he was really, like, appalled by what was happening. And he's, like, complaining. He's like, hey, man, like, look at this. You know, and then Messi gets mad because then Kyle and Cesar 
literally run back to get the ball away from him. So they're not supposed so that so you're telling me that any team in the MLS is supposed to just take it? Of course not. Or what? Only LAFC is gonna be able to beat Messi and, and, and the league is gonna try to plug LAFC inter Miami West versus East, you know, trying to play some Tupac and Biggie rap battle deal going on. Come on, man. I mean, uh, it's 11 men. And I really felt appalled. I, you know, I've, I've been a Messi fan for a long time, you know, but once he left Barcelona, like I've, I've seen Rivaldo leave. I've seen Ronaldinho leave. I've seen Kuman leave. Uh, you know, so many big players ha have left. Uh, Ronaldo Nazario has left. I'm used to stars leaving FC Barcelona for, for greener pastures or whatever they want to do in their careers. And, you know, he gave FC Barcelona four Champions League, but he was a humble player, man. I mean, that's what made Messi famous, his humbleness, his, his reachability with people. And this is not the Messi I, I learned to like. Well, I, don't know. I think there's always, personally, I think there's always been like an air of, you know, Messi is such a great human as well as a great player and like all of this and that he you know, is saint-like in a lot of ways. And I think that this game showed what some people know to be true, that, like, he has a dirty side and he has a vicious yeah. side and he has a little bit of a, you know, the he was talking to Rujo in the tunnel when they're going back and yeah. clearly him and Felipe were exchanging words. And I think, you know, that tackle, like, I think there's, you know, he's not, he's not all saintly that people think he is. You know, I think he has a side to him that's dirty and, what annoys me, Luis, is you could call, you know, the messy red card. You could say the um, the penalty that shouldn't have been a penalty. You could say the Busquets joke on Kyle Smith, right? There's three incidents there and more, like the goal that got called back for Rua that wasn't, you know, should have been a goal. You add all these things up, all of them going against us in our favor, it's so much to where it does affect the game. If just one call was off, I'd be like, okay, you know, like they missed this, whatever. But it was so much and so many big things that would have affected the game, like red cards and penalties that are goals. It just, for me, it it's, was too impactful to the point where it ruined the game. Like I saw somebody say they just turned it off once they saw that that penalty was given because they were like, well, what's the point of watching the rest of this game? you know, if it's not going to be called fairly. And I think that's the real shame here. We should read some of the comments, Luis. We yeah, to... we're going to read some comments. Uh, thank you so much for commenting. About, like, about this unfairness. Yeah, yeah. So let's read some comments. Uh, let's start from the bottom. Do you think Orlando City could potentially target Neymar? Yes. They could, for sure. Should they? If it's me? <laughs> Just my personal opinion, would I take Neymar? Of course. Me, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think we have the cap space right now. I mean, it's. I mean, unless I unless they review what happens. I think the big question right now is not who's coming in because no exactly, one's coming no. in. The window no, no is done. Yeah, the big question done. now is the rest of the season and where we finish. Correct. And does Oscar get a new contract? Because all of these questions about who gets brought in and who stays Correct. and who leaves, exactly. it all falls with. Who the GM is as well. Don't also forget that Luis' contract, I believe, is also coming up at the end of the yep. summer, and Ricardo's contract. So, 
we don't know. Like we, we could be in for major changes in the, in the front off. I'm sorry, in the, uh, you know, recruitment side. So maybe then Oscar isn't renewed. And then, then maybe the, the squad changes because it's a new guy. We don't know. So I would say any players now because the season is. It's is all like, speculation. It's all sort of. Let's see where we are at the end of the year. Because there the are a couple. Is, there, uh, I'll have to say there are a couple of clever Twitter accounts that they already like. You know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up because it's true. Like, oh, yeah. I, like like Will Forbes, for example. He he's the one who created the. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe oh, yeah. he created he created the 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 rumor in a way like the he put. Uh, yeah, he put he put. Well, I mean, he he put he implied like what what team should Neymar join? And uh, right here, hold on, Jonathan. There oh you go. yeah, right. Yeah, and we, then we, and then he we, names right, and he names Orlando City right, and obviously people, you know, he puts NYCFC, Red Bulls, LAFC Galaxy, Chicago Fire, Houston Dynamo, Orlando City. I mean, knowing Neymar and his career, he will not go to neither Red Bulls. He will not go to Jersey. He will not go to Chicago, and he definitely will not go to Houston. Uh, now, would he go to Orlando? He has to convince Neymar. I mean, now, but I mean, I like are, like you said, we, we could we could talk We're about this option right? for the Brazilian players, right? I think. Right, and there's a big Brazilian community. But he's going to go to Saudi Arabia, man. They're all just going to Saudi Arabia. I, I think I think so. I think I think a lot of people are yeah. hyping Neymar. I, I've heard it's he's... like Mbappe. He's, everyone's like, where's Mbappe yeah. going to go? Yeah, so Mbappe. Yeah. Unless Mbappe. someone's going to pull out a messy yeah. level deal for Mbappe. I mean, Look, we're just starting to hand these out. Then can we yeah, do an Apple TV deal with Mbappe? I Can mean, we do an Apple TV deal with Neymar and Mbappe? You like, know what I mean? So, so that's, you know, would they allow little Orlando to do it? You I know what I mean? So. I don't think See? that we, if we came to them and we said, we've got Mbappe, can we do the same deal that you did with Messi? They'd They're going to say no. Like, They're going to be, be like, like oh. actually, yeah, but we're going to go do it with LAFC. So give us Mbappe. Yeah. Right. It's incredible. It's, it's, it's like that, you know? And, nah, and we're gonna get someone like Neymar. It's on our own backs, man. And with correct. the cap limit. But here's the thing: it could all change. We do expect changes at the end of the season, for sure. With the yeah. cap system and with the you know all of the TAM and GAM and all the mechanics. They should make it simpler. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they already did for Mammy. The the way they said to Mammy was just do whatever you want, and <laughs> we'll think about it later. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think that's what they said to them. So we're hoping they'll let everybody else do that at some point. That would be nice. Yeah, it'd be good. I mean, look, Messi be out, uh, be out the mommy. Okay, thank you. Uh, so Sitch Taylor, Neymar going to Orlando, be good. Thank, uh, yeah, I believe so. Anthony Solis, I think we got a good foundation at the moment, but we got to see what changes happen in the winter. Yeah, and it depends a lot of how we're going to be doing the next eleven games, which I do agree. With, with John about that. And I think that should be our focus, believe it or not. I think um, wondering about, oh, is Neymar coming? Is Mbappe going? Like, it's stupid. Be honest with you. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay anybody or any anybody put another tweet. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying I feel like Orlando needs to – the boys need to rekindle, regroup, heal, you know, and I think these two weeks are to heal. You know, Gaston Gonzalez, Junior Urso that got injured in, in, in you know, in, in the in practice. So 
you know, I think those two weeks come pretty good for the for the club. Joshua Tall, do you think you know, JC Beast? I thought I was watching refs from back home. That's right. Missing obvious calls and favoring a specific team. MLS should be better than this. I agree. You know, it's funny because that's the first thing. Like, I get no slack. They cut me no slack. They're like, Lewis, that's your league that you represent. Look at that. Like, how can this happen? I mean, in, in, it's embarrassing, in, man. And in America. Thing. Not only like, MLS, but the rest of the world was like, what the hell is this call? Exactly. Right, Messi hit an Orlando City player face. It was, should have been a red card. There you go. Guille Carlos, I mean, it's only MLS. Adidas and Apple who might want him to win. No big deal. That's right. There you go. Joshua Tall Sergio should have gotten a yellow card at least when he put his hands on Cal Smith's neck. Anthony Solis, different ref. Uh, ref sucked. Uh, that game, it was so frustrating and annoying. Was that the same ref that was at the Houston game? Uh, I know I don't think so. It was a That's, different one. Yeah, that was the answer. And these are the people that are gonna try to officiate um, World Cup, huh? I'll, oh, I'll... here we go, Luis. Tell them how you feel about that one more time. They're not allowed. They're not no, allowed. I mean, look, if we're gonna look like we're gonna look like a bunch of poop well, guys. that guy is from El Salvador, and everyone's just yeah. like never let him ref. Yeah, ever again. Yeah. Like, he. he, he He's the same guy. Look, I'm not trying to the, downplay. What was it? The USA Mexico game, which went disaster. He was starstruck with Messi. When you are, when you're, when you're a judge, like for, let's say, for example, let's say Asher goes to trial, and then the judge that's on sitting the but to judge Usher, the singer, is starstruck with Usher, asking for an autograph. Hey, man, can I take a picture from my kid? Hey, can you see me? Let it, you know, uh, you got it bad, you know. So that's exactly what happened with this ref. Is because he's not, he's not a good ref, and he was he completely favored uh, Inter blatantly, like just completely, like you know, in everyone's face. That Beckham check goes crazy. Anthony Solis, very obvious moments where ref sided with Miami and Messi. He should have gotten the second yellow. But the stadium would have uh, of emptied out if he left the pitch. Correct. Our, yeah, our that money can't send Messi off. All the money goes out the window. Cartagena and Araujo played very well despite the result. I do agree. I think uh, the level that they're both playing is is amazing, and that's the reason why I believe that Orlando is going to have a better a better eleven games coming up. Hopefully, so let's let's actually talk about that. And look at uh, you know what's coming up next for the Lions. Uh, when the it last comes thing to... I want to say on the, the Miami game, Luis, is I think you're right. I don't think we performed our best going forward. It was one of those games where we had to take our chances, and we were a little bit wasteful. So on another mm -hmm. day, like you're talking about, you know, the replay in September, yeah, when you know we've. Perhaps maybe got a bit more form, you know, maybe a little bit. We're at a hot streak at the end of the season, and the ref maybe calls a fair game, and we take our chances. I think we could get our revenge, you know. It wasn't – it was pretty tight. They're going to get better too, though, so. We're clearly the better team, in my uh, opinion. I mean, I think we that they're, they're not a – like, look at this game against Dallas, right? It shows you where they are at. They're not a top, top MLS team. They just have Messi, so that 
able to win games just because you have Messi. Like, that's it. Like, he's dragging them through this tournament. And, yeah. you know, MLS is going to help out a little bit here and there. And the refs are going to help out here and there. And, you know, by some way, he'll get them all the way to the final and, and they'll get their moment that they want. And so look, that. I know a lot of people and a lot of fans are ready to pounce uh, for blood and ready to, you know, let's just not advocate violence. I'm just, look, if... And one thing I do say that, that the club should do is <laughs> up the charges for the for the people from Miami coming over to Orlando City to, to, to the stadium, you know, just like they did for our supporters section. They didn't Bro, want it. I mean, one is 50 for, is insane for a supporter section. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think Orlando, I think Orlando should, should up it two at 150 or 200. It's I mean, way too much, you know. I mean, that's what they did to our supporters. So, you know, it, it's it, – I mean, that I say that the club has a power to do it. But when it comes to the fans, just pack the stadium, make it all purple, chant 90 minutes, and show that we're a classy city. Let's not just be – Oh, I'm gonna go and get on the field and run in there and insult Messi or, or do crazy stuff, fights outside. You know, I I, I think that we need to show that we are the culture soccer city in Florida. You know, because we've been in this sport, like I mentioned on the last show, uh, since 2010 or even before that. So. We need to show that we're poised. We need to show that we can just do our, our talk on the pitch. And I think the uh, a big thing I would say is like let's let's make sure we got the wall with you know all purple and no correct no messy jerseys in there. Exactly, no Argentina, no Argentina jerseys. jerseys. You know, none of that. Like no, you can do that. It's gonna be all over the stadium. But I encourage anybody who's got their wall ticket. I know a lot of people sold theirs, but anybody who is going to wear purple because we need your support on that game because it's going to be a lot of messy stands all over the stadium. Brendan Philbrick says the MLS commissioner said, said today in an interview that he has big plans to get Mbappe to the MLS and is willing to pay big money. I saw this in multiple articles. Yeah, he actually did. The thing is, where does he want to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know exactly. who has discovery rights on. Do they even have discovery rights? I heard they were getting rid of that. I think they're trying well, to I mean, he's a, he, he's a, I mean, maybe he can but go to Galaxy. It's an interesting one, right? Like, Messi in Miami was always written because he had a home there and the Beckham thing and everything else. Like, that was something they were trying to work for years. Like, this is a new situation with Mbappe, a new situation with Neymar. Like, I don't know who has rights on these guys or who gets you know to give them a contract offer first um so, so yeah. neymar, neymar is 31 neymar is 31 neymar perfect age for the mls right now um mbappe i feel like he's he wants to play europe but right now you've seen sadio mané uh, going to saudi arabia you've I seen what it is is they're just putting themselves on the market Luis. and yeah. i think it's like this whole thing now of Okay, you know, if I want a big payday, I'll put myself out there and see if, if Saudi Arabia or MLS are going to throw a bunch of money at me. 
Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, he's looking at what message just done. He's thinking, maybe I could do that as well. If I say some things like, oh, I might want to go to MLS. And then maybe they'll throw a big offer at him, right? Maybe they'll say to him, whatever team you want to choose, and we'll let them know that you want to come on the roster. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. yeah, he would be a big get for the league, uh, Mbappe, more than Neymar, I think. To also, I forgot to mention, to end uh, the last um, talk about the Inter game, um, bad game for Robin Jensen, in my opinion. I think he was influential on the goals that Messi did score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a and, bad game uh, for quite a few of the defenders. Yeah. Really, and, apart from Cesar and Willer, the, the back four didn't. Yeah, didn't and, have a great game. And, and fantastic game by Cesar Araujo, and he had a brace. I'm gonna still say that it was a brace because uh, even though people say no, he was, you know, look, if he let that one go without penalty, you should compensate. All referees do it. You know, you gotta be you gotta be consequent with your actions. You can't just you know. It was he went to do VAR for that. That's insane to me. You know what I mean? But again, you know, it's done. Move on. Turn the page. Uh, the Miami can enjoy themselves with the little pink stuff. The Pink Panther. No, no problem. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be resting. We're gonna be healing. And we're gonna read some more comments. Sitch Taylor. I saw Orlando City fight with Messi. Uh, not not Orlando City. Okay, so we're, I saw Orlando City fight with Messi via red card. Not Orlando City, no card. Thank you, Sage. Joshua Tall. It was nice to see Araujo scored. Brandon Philbrick. Also, the uh, y'all catch the commentator say before the match. Only difference is the circus. Is the circus on the is on the road? The only difference is the circus so on the, the road. The beginning of the Dallas match. I guess he said this saying the circus is now on the road. <laughs> Yeah. Referring to, uh, you know, Oscar's, Oscars. on them, which he rightfully, good for Oscar, you know, because he often yeah. doesn't say what <laughs> he holds himself back because he, he's, you know, he plays. He doesn't get fined. He doesn't, doesn't want to get fined. But this was just too much for him. And he was just like, nah, I'm not. It's a circus. And he was right. It was a circus. That guy, he was a clown. I mean, he, he performed a clown show with Messi as the leading star. Yeah, so I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, let's uh, move on. So, what's coming next for Orlando City? Oh, um, really? Joshua Tall said they gave uh, Antonio Carlos a red card. Yeah, yeah, they did, and also Pedro Galese. Does that carry over? I was wondering. Yeah, about for that. next for next league's cup. Not MLS. It's not cross. <laughs> no, it's not MLS. It's for, it's for yeah. Next next league's cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which next is, league's cup. Which, Antonio which, is straight out. Not allowed which, to in play. my opinion, you get rid of that crap, man. Uh, I mean, it's from season I mean, to season. I think is unnecessary it's unless just, it's like a really bad like you need right. to sit out six games because you had a horrific challenge or a sense of. I'm sorry, but Mex- Mexico, the Mexican soccer need a they need to work on their own league and and solve the their, their youth problems that they have. And they need to stop getting money from really bad people with bad reputation. Well, that's all I'm going to say. You know, uh, injected in their clubs. There's a lot of money, dirty money being injected in some in some clubs in Mexico. And people turn a blind eye about it. Uh, let's, let's, I think the League's Cup, it's, I mean, you already have U.S. Open Cup. Well, you know what I mean? Like... So now, talking about that, and I want to ask you a question, John. Obviously, Inter is poised to win it all. 
with Messi, right? The League's Cup. And then you have, they also in the semifinals for US Open Cup. What are they going to do with two Conca Champions berths if they win two championships? Uh, I mean, it could very well happen. URX are in the semifinal, right? Against Cincy for the Open Cup. They're going to screw Cincy. I'll tell you right now, they're going to screw Cincy. And then they've got a pretty easy path. I think us and Dallas are probably the hardest games they've got till they get to the final of the League's Cup, whoever they play. Not that I'm watching. I I can't watch any League's Cup. I'm I'm over. I'm over that. Um, I think, Luis... I think that what will happen is it'll go to the runner-up of the Open Cup or it'll go to the – probably before it would go to the fourth place for the, well, the, Cup, to the right? So if they won to, both, it's kind of like – this thing happens in Europe when you have – go to the former champion. <laughs> yeah, like if, if Man City, right, for example, when they won like the treble, yeah, like they win the FA Cup and whoever's in the FA Cup final also gets a Champions League spot. Because right. Man City qualified for the league or whatever. So then that same thing would apply here, I would guess, that if Miami won both the League Cup, Cup and, and the Open, Open Cup, then most likely I would say that the Open Cup runner-up would probably get okay. their spot, I'm guessing. Hopefully Cincinnati, because Cincinnati uh, is a good team. Who knows, yeah. man? I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they lose in both tournaments. Yeah, hopefully they lose. Don't win anything. Personally, I don't like you manifesting Miami winning trophies out here, Luis. You know? Well, maybe I jinx them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, they were close with Dallas. Maybe someone's going to – they're going to come up against an MLS team or a Mexican team that's just a little bit too good, and Messi just won't be able to score enough goals, and they'll lose like 5-4 or something. This is uh Sishella wants Sishella wants Dom back. No, I don't I, I with all due respect, uh I, I like Dom when he used to, when he used to play at Disney while World of Sports. That USL Dom, Dom. USL yeah. Dom was legendary. USL Dom was, was MLS great. Dom, not so no, much. Not so much. No, the Chris uh Chris Mueller come back to Orlando City. Probably, but I don't know. He he left us to go back to Chicago. We will be seeing Chris Mueller if he's recovered from his injury. He had a bad injury. But our next game is against, there you go, Segway, Luis. Boom, Segway. There you go. Straight into talking about our upcoming fixture of Chicago. This should be a win for Orlando City on the road. I think for, for all reasons, we are... Better a better squad than Chicago. We're gonna have two weeks of rest. I mean, I think Chicago even got more rest than us. But um, I mean, we should be poised to win this game. So eleven games left, which means thirty-three points available. I calculated. I roughly guessed. I went through the rest of the games and I said, you know, win, lose, or draw. I got. Out of all the results, 22 points out of that 33, starting with a win away at Chicago, like you said. What do you think about St. Louis at home, Luis? I think um, 
Orlando St. Louis, uh, Orlando needs to be strong at, at home. Um, I mean, what what I see is it's going to be a 1-0 or a 2-1. It's going to be a one goal that's going to decide it all between yeah. Orlando and St. Louis. I had a draw and with St. Louis, with St. Louis, tactically, they're a very good team. Do you have a draw? I, you think one point? I think maybe we could tie it at home. I think okay. the fans are not, not going to be happy, but if you speak realistically – St. Louis is a good team. This is the thing. I'm trying to be, you know, pragmatic. Right. The, mo the most real. The most yeah. real. Right. So then yeah. being most real, revenge for Charlotte's home victory against us. We go to their place, take three points. I think that's pretty realistic. Charlotte are not a good team. We should be able to beat them. Do you agree with that? Yeah, 1-1. One, one. One, one, one. What, was Charlotte? Least. You don't think we get the Oh, oh was Charlotte? Was yeah. Charlotte? Charlotte. Man, Charlotte's on the up and up, man. Yeah, but come on. They're, we're yeah, still better. We, we, yeah, yeah, we should. And, and we want revenge. That, yeah, we got we got that. We got to get revenge for that game. So you're, you're happy know. with three there? Yeah, I'm happy with three there. Yeah, I'm All happy right. with, uh, with a 2-1 win for sure. Since C away, you can probably Oof, guess what I uh, gonna, probably guess be, what I chose for this. Well, to me, to me, to be honest with you, uh, that will be probably the L. Yeah, I put a zero points for the yeah, Cincinnati away. I don't to me, expect that'll be a lot the L. That game. Very since, tough. Since he's a good team. Yeah, top of the yeah. table, difficult to go there. They're going to yeah, be sure. trying to secure that, you know, supporter yeah. shield at that point, I imagine. Yeah, yeah beautiful stadium, nice yeah, fans, be nice organization. Match. We'll see, but yeah. I think I think a zero. Maybe we check a, a draw. Then New York City at home. No, no, you're missing. Sorry, time. away. Sorry, New York City away. Um, I put a one point. I put a draw for that one. I think I think you skipped Columbus. Oh, sorry, I skipped Columbus. You're totally right. I put a draw for Columbus as well. So a draw I actually, away. Columbus, sorry, a draw at home against Columbus and a draw away at New York. Mm. All right, I I think for some reason Columbus are like a bogey team for us. Yeah, but they're without Lucas Solarian. Yeah, but they just replaced him with Rossi. And Diego Rossi? Uh, was it them who brought Diego Rossi in? I think really? so. Oh, man. I know they brought someone in to replace him. Maybe that was someone else. Maybe I'm getting confused. Um, oh, yeah. Diego Rossi. Rossi? Former, former LAFC, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, they yeah. just brought it back from where from was it? Yeah, of course, from Turkey. Because Turkey, that, that yeah, place, that place sucks. So there you I'm go. Sorry. But also, I think Nancy is a very good coach. I think they're just. I could see us winning, but I could also see us slipping up. And no, he's a he's a winger. He's a winger. He's not. He's not a ten. True. He, they're missing know, the, the. So they're missing the that engine. The link but they're gonna put. They're putting. Uh, uh, Kucha there. Anyway, enough about Columbus. You think draw or win? Well, at home, I think Orlando wins two 0 All right, you're gonna go for three points. So I, I I'll go put, for I'll put you points. down for three points. It's different for me on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then New York City away. Do you agree? I think this one is gonna be a draw. Yeah, I put draw. 
And then Inter at home, I think we got to get the. I put down win. We we're gonna I win this game. Else I mean, look, play with myself. look, you know, y lo voy a decir en español también. Messi, eh, la gente que los Messi lovers, anda boludo, anda, anda para allá. You know, I'm gonna say it. Um, Revenge. Honestly, yes. I think as a city, as as a team. You know, to have you know, we need to go all out for the kill, and I have no doubt the boys are going to go all out for the kill. No, they got to be a little careful because you know, again, we could get by officiating again. That'd be that'd be hilarious. You know, uh, um, I don't think that referee's going to come out of life out of Explorer. Yeah, about <laughs> officiating in that game. So I mean, I think I, we I, get the three this time. I think we get the three. I think I think we get the three on that one. I mean it might be zero, but I couldn't put that. I had to put three. Um next Montreal at home again should be three points. I know that they're, they're a little better recently, but not much. Yeah, uh, well, we gotta yeah, get we, that three points. Yeah, there. we need to get the three points against Montreal. I think if this is Oscar, this is how I'm thinking this. I'm thinking as if I'm Oscar, where am I gonna get my points for in these eleven games? Um I need, Nashville I need, at home, I put one point. Sorry, Nashville away. Sorry, I put one point. Well, I, I wanted uh, you know, just could be zero there. points. So my trash can, you know There's what I mean? Trash can. Club the foot trash. Club the foot trash can just those three points. Um Nashville away. Nashville, um, I put one point, but it could be zero. To me, to me, I think I mean Nashville is such a good team, dude. They um, are, and uh, I mean if Orlando if gets Honey Mokhtar's injured, then we'll beat them. If Honey Mokhtar's playing, <laughs> they'll probably beat us. That's just like how it goes. Right? Realistically like, speaking, this should be another L. I put one point. That's generous for me. I'll, I'll put you put down. Okay, for, I, 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 you're I down put, for I, zero. Or you want yeah, one? Yeah. No, I'm down for for zero. I, I feel uh, zero for you. You know, plus um, we're one thing that ties up with Nashville is that the the, the league don't care about us. <laughs> we're both just irrelevant. South yeah. um, yeah. sadly, Orlando City versus New England. Oh man, you're playing against two of two great wingers. I, I think New England uh, got some Def troubles, Juan man. There's Bruce Arena problems. They got other. Yeah. They're like. Yeah, they're, they're I they're think straight. they were very good at the beginning of the season, but it was a team built on a bunch of old er MLS players under <laughs> Bruce Arena's plan. Yeah. So I think that it could all go very wrong very quickly for them. So I put down three points for this one. I think I put I I I'll we could put be three pushing points at the well. end of the season, home home win, home game, need a win. And then I put down three points away at Toronto. And for next and for next year. And for next year, Orlando City get the Juan Jones on the wing. Man, that'd be that'd be amazing with Facundo Torres. Oh man, on that right wing, man. So, so Luis, we're only two points difference in our. You have um, two more points than me, so you would have twenty four out of thirty three. I had twenty two out of thirty three. Yep. If we take our thirty seven that we currently have and we add the the twenty two, did you do Toronto I, already? Yeah, I said Toronto is a win. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. yeah, same here. Yeah. If we add those twenty-two or twenty-four points to the thirty-seven, that takes us up to fifty-nine, or you know, in your case, sixty-one. And if we look at the table from last year, that would put us in third place, very comfortably. That's so fantastic. 
That's where we should have. That's what we said. That's what we predicted in the beginning of the season. Yeah, and some of those might be right. Some of those might be wrong. I think we're around about the twenty point ish mark is where we need to be from this thirty three points available from the eleven games, and that will get us in third or fourth, somewhere in there. You know, maybe even second, or you know, maybe as bad as fifth where we are now. But I think we have the potential to move up a couple spaces at the end of the season. And we said at the beginning of the season, Luis, remember, we want to be like third or fourth. So that's right. Let's Oscar and everybody is just going to be 100% focused on these last 11 games, maximizing our points, going into the playoffs on a streak. Exactly. Can we do that? I feel like we haven't done that. I think, I think as a club, think, we never go into the can. playoffs on a hot streak. I think we can, and it starts with Chicago. I, I, I believe in the boys. I believe in, in, in Oscar. I, 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 even though I'm probably going to get a lot of slack about it. Oh, you believe in Oscar? Uh, but yeah, I do believe in Oscar. I think he's and shown this year that he can change, and the changes he's made are great. And we I look think, like I a think, really I, strong team. I think, I think he's been great. And not only that, there's just cohesiveness. There's a lot of cohesiveness between the, you know, they're all like they're not they're not playing themselves now by looking at each other and just say, "Pass me the ball." Remember. With uh, Martin going like pass me the ball, and then Facundo pass me the ball, they all know like they're playing more. Um, they have more automation now, in my opinion, when it comes to the attacking third. And a two-week break can definitely work for Orlando City. And uh, you know we're gonna get Junior Urso. You have to think about that important, very important player, uh, Gaston Gonzalez, who before he got injured the second time, he was actually coming off the bench doing pretty good things defensively. Uh, running Maybe up down the Mikey room. Holiday coming back. Mikey Holiday coming back. Petrasso already coming back. You know what I mean? So we we're need our the... fullbacks, man. We've been, yeah. you know, like Santos has <laughs> been holding it down at left back and Kyle Smith. You no, know, and Kyle Smith, man, my hat's off for Kyle Smith. Man. I Kyle Smith, you've done a great job this bro. season. And I think bro. that, but we need Mikey no, back the past, to switch the, him out. The past three seasons, or, he's been like... Or more Dagger Dan, but... We've yeah. got a fullback issue, clearly. For sure. Let's read some comments here. Joshua Tall, I think if we finish t- in top four, we should keep Pareja. Well, we'll see. You know, I yeah. just think. I think I they think... will. I think if he finishes in the top yeah. four, I think they would say that's a significant improvement on last year. You know, let's do more in the window and let's go again. I right. think uh, it seems to me like the Wilfs like our operation. With Luis and Ricardo, no, and but Luis Oscar. and Ricardo, they're they're doing they're doing a great job. Obviously. I think I think all of them are doing a good job, and I think that the, the ownership all, right, sees it, that. I don't think uh-huh. they're planning a change unless we tank for these last eleven games. Now, if if we lose nine out of ten, uh, nine out of yeah, eleven, I mean, games. totally, and I, I agree <laughs> at that point. If if we end up like now, it was funny. The season is split into three parts, Luis. Let's be honest. It was the beginning of the season where we didn't really, we weren't cohesive yet, and we couldn't really figure the it fan out. Base, the fan base, the, the, the fan base, everybody civil hated war, each other. Civil war, Papi and Papi out. It was civil war, and now this mid part of the season, we really the double End pivot game. happened. Everything started to come together. We've had some really strong wins. We've put a little bit of a run together, and now this last third of the season, what will it be? Please be more of the same. Let's continue this this good form we're having. If that happens, like we said, Luis, we're going to end up third, fourth. 
something like that. But yeah, in a horrible and, scenario, it could all go south and we could end up eighth, ninth, not even in the playoffs. No, I agree. I don't, and, I don't think and, that's going to happen. And if we if we end up third, I think we should keep what we have. I mean, already there's a new position. Like, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. Orlando City wouldn't be looking for a, a scout in Brazil if they're going to get rid of their GM and their underling. They're not. They're not gonna. You know what I mean. So I, I can think see that, Ricardo getting poached to Europe. I think that could happen. Yeah. And I would say fair play. Like, hey, you know, Arsenal calls and says, Ricardo, we want you to be a scout for us. I'd say good for you, man. I totally no understand. Blessings, yeah. you know, like do it. But Luis, I think for sure seems pretty. Yeah. Like and he, he's been very consistent. Yeah. And now, a lot of the players that they've brought in, obviously, not every. And this goes for any team in the world. And that always works. It, it's also part on the player. The player has a lot to do with it. Like, and I'm, I'm naming some of the DPs that we have right now. No one thought Gastel Gonzalez was going to get injured right before, and that completely threw the, the plans away, derailed the plans. No one thought that maybe Kara was not going to have as an, as that. You know, a small impact. Does it, I mean he's had an impact, but not the the impact that it was hyped, right? And this is because he scored 14 goals in the Austrian Super League. So, I mean, you're talking about is an important league, and and you know you play you know UEFA Champions League, you know, and all that stuff. So, um, and then you know Facundo Torres that went through a little drought, right? He a little 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 dry spell there, but but it's becoming it's coming back now as the old Facundo Torres now. So, I mean, and then injuries, right? And so that, and that's what happened. So now where we have this two week break, getting everybody healthy. And I think that now Pareja knows how to use the best of their players. And so I, I believe that it's going to be actually the, the bringing back of Junior Russo is going to be sent a precedent here. I think he's going to help us tremendously. You know, it's going to help us tremendously when it comes to depth and even like maybe win them some a couple of games. Because one thing that was different from Cartagena and Araujo when it comes to Junior Russo was he was a number eight with a smell of goals. He, he had a nose for goals, a header, shot from distance. You know, a rebound. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he, he had a nose for goal. Experiment for goal. with Junior coming off the bench for Mauricio to play that ten role. That would be fantastic. I agree. One, one thing we didn't talk about from the Miami game is some guys who maybe didn't have a great game. Um, I actually think Duncan didn't play particularly well. Right. He just didn't seem to get into the game. You know, which is rare for him. Obviously, didn't get any real chances created for him maybe i don't know but ojeda in particular is one that i think seems to be on the decline like each game i see less from him like i i think especially in the miami game he really wasn't able to be influential or affect the game you know and that that's a concern also cara like we were the squad has some assets that are not performing let's put it that way and they are quite big assets, two of our DPs that aren't really featuring. Not like, you know, Carr's obviously out of the squad for a reason, but Ojeda, you know, need, should at this point in the season, Luis, when he signed, you know, like we gave him some time. 
figure it out. At this point, are we a little bit worried that maybe maybe he's not going to be able to get up to the standard that we hoped he would be? Yeah, and that's things that we have to evaluate uh, on this 11 games coming up. I mean, if he scores in this couple of 11 games, <coughs> let's say three goals, he may he may stay. I mean, I, I don't think we need to get rid of him. I think a lot of players struggle in their first year in MLS, and I think your second year can be a lot better. Uh, I just I'm hoping he's one where that can be the case for. I think with Kara, we saw his first year he did reasonably well, and then we were hoping for even more this year. And if anything, he's he's gone backwards, or you know, he's lost his starting spot to you know a rookie, which maybe isn't his fault, but. He's not progressed the way that we hoped he would. So maybe it's a sign that this is the last chance for these 11 games for Carr. You know, like really he's got to show why he's a DP for us. Or if it was me, we get to the winter break and I would be, I would be moving him on. Uh, all right. Let's do some comments. Uh, Tozito music. Whoever saying Messi should be sent off because of shoulder to shoulder push. You guys should play ring a ring of roses. There are plenty of shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder pushes where the ref don't even give warning. Okay. Watch El Clasico when you guys... Uh, then you guys will actually... Well, you guys will what? Actually, physical challenges. Okay, we'll see physical challenge. Watch European football or South American football. And you guys say missing showing car gesture. You dummies, it's coming. Uh, first and foremost to zero, you're wrong. Uh, second of all, uh, the gentleman right next to me, he watches European football. He's from Europe. Uh, I am from South America, uh, uh, you know, and that to me was a, a second yellow. I mean, he does a shoulder barge. If he steps across it with his leg, exactly. it takes him out. Literally, he flew in the air. No. Anyway, obviously, obviously you have, you have, you have, you have a, a Barca jersey. And trust me, man. I'm a Barca fan myself. You know, I'm excited to the possibility of Neymar coming back to Barcelona for sure. But uh, Messi left Barcelona in bad terms. He 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 could have played for free for a club that made him. Without Barcelona, Messi would have been a nobody. That's what a lot of people don't like to say, but it's true. Met, you know, even though Messi did give the club four. Champions Leagues. Also, Barcelona did his part to help him out with his growth hormones, with his vitamins, with his food, with his salary for many years, and give him quality of life as a player. So, and he left literally because he wanted to be paid more than any anybody else, more than Gabi, more than Dembele, more than you know, and. The club was in crisis because of former uh, general managers that they had. So I'm, I'm sure I don't know if you know this, the, the history of, of FC Barcelona, but there you go. Uh, let's do some more comments. Can Ojeda actually play this role, or has he ever? He's played the ten before. He's played yeah. the nine, and I he's mean, he played plays the, wing. the same position as Fakir. That's the thing. They both are right wingers who like to cut in on their left foot, and both very much the same like they're both very left-footed and don't have a right foot and i think that like in this game 
against Miami Torres, that kind of showed a bit, right? Like he, it was obvious where he's going every time because he cuts in on the left foot. Uh, Ojeda just doesn't seem to even be able to do that that well on this level in MLS. Like if you look at all the highlights for him at Argentina, um, where what team was he at, Luis? Forget. Uh, he basically is just cutting in on that left foot all the time and shooting. So he, he doesn't seem to be able to do that at MLS, and that's concerning. And that's the reason we bought him was to – you know, and he also should be able to play the 10, supposedly he did down in Argentina, and he doesn't seem to be that influential in that position. So I think Oscar's trying to find where he fits, but right now he's not he's not really performing in multiple places the different roles that we've tried him in. So I mean what what would you do with OA Luis? Like I mean, personally I would have a solution. Uh, I mean t- to me, uh I would um I mean, he needs to do the whole preseason with the team, you know, but first I I would like to um, maybe be, I would put Faku in the 10 and maybe try to have him be more free on the wing because that's the original position he played in Godoy where he played before. So, you know, but. Yeah, I think the thing is Oscar doesn't want to have Faku the 10 because he likes because i i don't know if i don't i don't know if mauricio is going to be with us next well i mean going forward that's the thing i think i think the issue is like we said him and torres are the same player and they play in the same position so if you're comparing him and torres torres wins every time it's a better and and it's an expensive on the bench it's an expensive dp to keep on is it under 22 initiative no he's a dp straight up yeah, like so it, it it's it's an it's an expensive DP to keep on the bench. Yeah, I mean that's right. the thing. We we've got two major assets in Kara and Ojeda, and is you know in this league where you can't use that. Ojeda assets, was there's actually um, Ojeda was a million. Yeah, into a Luis. If you pull that up, that there's a rumor about the uh, amount of DPS. I don't know what the whether this has got any. Yeah, let's validity. let's read. Let's I just let's, saw let's, it. let's put let's put it on on the screen right now. And, and then I we'll thought have a... maybe because we were talking about this, maybe this um is true. Maybe it isn't true. I have no idea. But... I knew I knew this is gonna be, and I knew this was gonna happen in a way. You know, I know it's a rumor, but I, I know this was gonna happen in a way because this is the the messy rule. You know, in in my opinion. Well, this is what I'm referring to about they're making all these moves and everyone's like, well, it doesn't add up. You've got too many DPs, too many U22s. And I think this is exactly where at the end of the year, the league is going to open it up and just say that, oh, Miami already got their four DPs. It's like, well, no, they've had them since this season. So <laughs> whatever, change the rules, but let them have a head right. start. Why don't right, right, right. So, so. I mean, there is a possibility of us getting an, a, another DP. I think, I think we could keep Martino Ojeda then if that's the case. I mean, and it's I just could... per source, so I don't know if it's true. I don't right, have right, no verification right. on this. It might just be somebody trying to be play off the fact that everybody thinks they're going to change the rules, guessing at what they might change the rules to. I've never heard of this MLS source before, so. Yeah, me neither. It's kind of like that uh, City Insider <laughs> Twitter. The, the the it just happens to have a lot of news from Brazil. That seems kind of odd. 
Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> um, they've only done 172 tweets, so that's not filling me with right. So, so outlook source yeah. of information. Yeah. So, uh, any thoughts, and Anthony Solis, any thoughts on Campana, Leonardo Campana replacing Cara? Um, I, think, I mean, he's a lot younger. I think it'll be great. To be honest I think with you, do well for us. I yeah. like, I like Leonardo Campana. He I seems to be he, uh, pushed out. It seems like Yosef has taken his spot. Exactly, and he is—he's uh, going to play the, the World Cup qualifier soon. He needs to find a new club because he's not going to just be benched. Because otherwise, uh, Ecuador is going to look for other options. So I mean, he's a DP for them, right? Or did they buy him down? Or he's, something? He's, I don't know. I think he's a DP. I don't or, know what they know? did over there. You know, so, all the, the dealings and movings, but. I think we would have to offer him DP status or at least, you know, something. Yeah, so he's not Leonardo, 22 anymore, so, I don't think. He's 23, so, I think. Yeah, yeah. Leonardo Campana, his base salary right now is 550000 That's not crazy. Maybe That's not find crazy. It in Tam or Gam or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Ham, so, you want. Ham. Yeah, find some <laughs> ham. Throw some ham at him and see if it sticks. Let me tell you, I think Leonardo Campana will be fantastic. I think he'll fit perfectly in Orlando. Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't go after a striker unless we're pretty sure we're going to lose Duncan in the winter. You know what I mean? Like, I think no, we probably got Duncan just... until next summer, is my guess. Right. If but he's going I... away. Yeah, but I believe that um, I think Duncan will stay one more season with Orlando for sure. Yeah. But that's why I'm I... saying I think he'll go next summer, not next right. winter. Now, obviously, we need another striker aside of Duncan, right? Yeah. So I think Campana would could be that striker. I mean, I think Enrique, we feel like he's a left winger who cuts in yeah. as, well, as a striker, right? Like, I like that for him. I don't think we should try and make him, especially that we have good balls. Like, if Santos is putting a good ball in, as much as I like Enrique, is he able to really jump and compete in the box the same right. way that Duncan or Carr is? Honestly, no. So yeah, I, mean, I think he is a left winger who cuts it like he's like Ronaldo, you know, or whoever else plays that position, cuts and cutting a, it on their right foot. So in that case, we really only got one striker if Carr goes in Duncan. Um, so, so, so I mean, obviously we, we know, figure out. obviously we know how important um, Duncan McGuire could be for Orlando City and no, you know, the, the, the nose for goal that he has. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but, what does Leonardo Campan player like that could give you? They could give you what Cara doesn't give you. And what is what Cara is not giving us right now? Uh, when he's facing people there's his size, he's being so he's being actually owned by the center backs. He he doesn't yeah. move, he doesn't he doesn't position himself the way a nine he doesn't use his physicality. Correct. And, and, you know, right. you know, he used to also be do that Kyle when Lyra, when he first signed for us out of college, didn't wasn't quite physical enough. And it took him a while to sort of figure that out. And I was hoping Caro would start to use that more and be a bit more muscly. But I think you're right that he doesn't. Yeah. And then obviously you have um, you have. Um... Leonardo Campana, that I do believe that he could be that striker. So let's say Campana against Zimmerman. Coming of a cross from Rafael Santos, Campana probably has a higher chance to truly be physical and win the battle against Zimmerman than, you know, than Cara would be, in my opinion. 
Plus, I think because speaking Spanish and being from Ecuador, I just think the the on 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 the attacking third, he'll understand better. Talking to Santos, talking to Angulo, talking to you know Maori, you know, and I think he'll make more sense. Uh, I, I I wouldn't mind that 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 trade or whatever you want to say um, regarding that. Uh, kind of hit up play uh, is his role or has he ever? Nashville is going to be a struggle. That's right. I you look way at the bottom, Luis. There's a new comment from Anthony. If we get another DP slot, what position do you think will benefit the team the most, Anthony Solis? I have a feeling that if Orlando gets another DP slot, they're going to open the wall and it's going to be a big player. Uh, I think, in theory, this whole DP slot thing would happen in the summer, right? And then let's think about the whole squad and where your DPs are being used. If it was me, I obviously keeping Faku in this scenario, I think we get another striker DP, and like you said, because we can't just have Duncan and he might leave. Then I would go ahead and find a DP center attacking mid to replace Mauricio and maybe move Oedo on, or I would then find a center back DP because I think that's something really underrated. Go out and find yourself a really, really good defensive center back DP or even goalkeeper DP. You know, like I don't know what we're going to look like in the future. It all depends on what the team makeup is, what changes in the winter break. Uh, but with four DP slots, if it was me, I'd have striker, center back, center attacking mid, and, and a winger. That's where I would use them. Right yeah, now, we're not using them efficiently at all, Luis, because right now in our starting 11, we got one of our DPs on the field. That's right. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We should have all three, and really, if they had four, we should have all four. Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm thinking about how the front office may think. And, uh, I mean, hopefully, I, I think that they're going to go for a big name. I think you want to try and make some money back on these guys. Like, that's the thing. We did just spend a lot of money on Ojeda and Cara. Like, they're not – they weren't cheap buys. So, either are oh, we going to try to make them work or are we going to try and cash in? No, no, I, I think we're going to get our money back. I think we're going to try and get the, something back for them. Or yeah, I think Ojeda – I would give another year to Ojeda. But we need to figure out where he's playing and where he fits in this team and what his role is. Correct. You know, because and, we, can't, and, we can't have him off the bench for Kaku. Correct. So, but I think with an extra DP slot, I mean, definitely what we need truly is a left wing. I mean, a left wing. Yeah. You know, we need a left wing. We need a, a number 10. Angulo has been great. But what we, need, yeah. we need a Carlos Hill. We need a Carlos Hill. We need a number 10 that can run the show. Like Mauricio does when he's on form and he's having a great game. But he has too many games where he just gets muscled out of the game like Miami yeah. he just was not effectual at all couldn't couldn't get the ball couldn't start the play just couldn't connect anything and when that when he's not connecting Luis we can't play at all right like right. that's the issue like New England who's reliant on Carlos Gill like Nashville who's reliant on Hattie Mukhtar we're still reliant on Mauricio and we want to try and find someone that is a bit more consistent for, to be that guy no unless you know you're gonna bring somebody like Nani, you know what I mean? Uh, which I highly doubt. Uh, no, no, I don't think that's ever gonna happen because I, I've read it on Facebook. Oh, we we'll bring back Nani. <laughs> no, dude, Nani is like happy playing in, like, I don't know where he's at now, 
Bangladesh right. or, or India. I don't know, but um, he he should just enjoy his his retirement and all that good stuff. I think Orlando needs to be forward thinking. I think Orlando has um, depth right now, and then like John says, he just we just need to add good pieces and know how to use our DPs better. You know, I do believe that because we've gotten some DPs that unfortunately have not worked out. Besides Neymar, uh, what would be a good potential big signing considering team plays silent culture connection? Um, well, Neymar will be great, I think. I think he'll thrive if we get him. Um, I think you want to go and find somebody in Europe. Sorry, in South America, like we have been doing. I just think it's about the right player. I yeah, think there's a lot of players coming out of South. Big talents, right? I think you want to go find like a Tiago Almada to play the ten. That's Correct. what I would love. Someone in that, you know, young, out of Colombia or Argentina or Brazil or Peru, even that can play the ten. That's hungry. That's athletic. That's intelligent. That's what I would like us to go. That's that's find. what that's what Orlando is apparently getting that scout in Brazil. You know what I mean? That's yeah. And there's a lot of those kind of players in Brazil, Luis. You know, yeah. there's a lot of. We need to go find you know that guy that can make us click. For me, playing from that position and and you know who knows what will change. Maybe this scenario, the fact we finally gets his move to Europe, in which case we're changing all three DPS. You know, like or maybe none of the DPS will change. Maybe one of them. It's like we said about the coaching and the, and the and the uh, GM's positions being up for renewal. Like there's so many what ifs. Um, but these last eleven games will be a big indicator of what we expect to see in the offseason. If it's not up to par, I think we're going to see a lot of changes. If it's you know doing well, I think we're going to maintain a lot of that core group and and move forward for next season. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think we need to learn how to use our DPs better. I think we need to definitely think this through as a team on who we're going to bring. Even though I have a feeling, you know, uh, JCP's 95, Piero Quispe will be very interesting, very promising. Piero Quispe is a Peruvian uh, number eight uh, from, from Peru. Now, yes. It would be a great, a, a great addition. Don't get me wrong. I, I, he's right now on a high, but one thing with Piero Quispe is he's he's been sometimes very inconsistent. Like the last game he just played a few days ago. Well, yesterday actually, he disappeared. He was not really, um, in, you know, influential, impactful in the game. And I don't think Orlando needs that right now. So Orlando needs a player that gets in and is going to boom, 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 distribute the ball. You know what I mean? Uh, and being able to definitely have that poise um, to connect with the uh, attacking third. Um, I honestly, Piero will be great, but I, under an under-22 initiative for sure. I don't know if I will pay DP money, let's be honest. Um, getting a 10 like Almada will be nice. That's right. Uh, I mean, that, that's that's fantastic. But anyway, so we're going to switch gears real quick. Uh Talking about, um, do you, I don't know if you want to add anything before we switch gears. No, I, I think we've uh, talked so, about everything in Miami and talked about the future. 
Let's talk some pride real quick uh, when it comes to Rafa Sosa, the center back from Brazil for the latest World Cup. She is uh, she's a New Orlando Pride uh, defender, which is going to add a lot of – she's definitely going to be a starter. Um, and so – Oh, feels great. I feel like home. I'm, I, like, like this is my house here. I – I'm used to this weather where I'm from Brazil. It's almost like here. And I'm really happy to be here with the Brazilian community. There you go. Uh, I felt like I need to go home now. And after being away for so many years, like in so many countries, I need a place like home. And that's why I came here, like close to the Brazilian community, like close to my hometown so I can bring my family to Orlando and enjoy the city and this amazing club. Uh, first of all, I want to accomplish as a team. I want to like bring Orlando to qualify to the playoffs and go as far as you can. But like personally, I just want to help the team. I don't have any goals for myself. I just want to help my team do my best here on and off the pitch. Oh, it's like a dreaming coming true because like Marta is the best player. I think any player in the world would be happy to play with her and I'm having this chance now. So I'm really glad to be here, play with amazing player. And I, I just want to like add to the team and do my best. But playing with Marta is like a dream. So we have the Brazilian connection very deep now. I mean, talking about the pride, we have three Brazilian national team players. In the Orlando City era, so many Brazilians, Kaká, the former owner, right? And then, you know, we had even the beast, Batista, I remember, right? For former yeah. Arsenal player, right? We have the Brazilian community, so it's all poised. Look, Marta, you know, is probably going to play one more season, probably, I don't know. Pato. Pato, you know what I mean? And then, you know, hey, Neymar. We've had quite a few other Brazilian players. What's up, Neymar? What's up? Hey, what's up, Neymar? You want, you want to come here, you know? You want to play in Explorer Stadium? You know? You know what I mean? Uh, Disney could cut him a deal. Free uh, all-access pass Disney 24-7 to Neymar. There you go. But uh, talking about a little bit about the Pride, you know, big signings for the Pride. The Pride, unfortunately, lost their last game. They eliminated out of the NWSL the Challenge Cup. But that brings us to talk about a little bit about this, right? Uh, heartbreak. Honestly, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to cut it short. Uh, disappointing, you know. Um, disappointing and uh i know i'm probably gonna get a lot of slack and people are probably gonna tell me but lewis she she might have been nervous she might have she might have you know just it's a nervous maybe nervous thing that she did i would have never laughed after missing something that's just me because it made it seem that she was laughing and then you know what i mean she was laughing that she missed I mean, and, for me, regardless, they shouldn't have been in that position. Yeah, they should you know, have. They should be. Well, be you shouldn't shooting. be in penalty shootout anyway. It, That's it's, right. Uh, yeah, you look at the stats. They, 
they created, you know, the 22 shots on the foot mob. This was one big chance, you know. It, it's clearly that for me, Luis is just not, it just didn't create enough, didn't do enough in the match, weren't clinical enough. And we're talking about a team in Sweden, like they are, you know, a pretty, pretty good team, but I think this one for me to go out in the round of 16 for the U S is, yeah. is, is really bad. Yeah. It's, it's and, bad um, in, it, it, yeah. it's bad in, and I think they're learning know. the rest of the world has got a lot better in the last four years. Like the European leagues have got significantly better. Colombia. Yeah. Colombia. So don't, don't speak from Colombia, man. There's, there's not just the U S out there on an Island, you know, anymore. They're, they're, these other you know um women's teams from around the world are much more competitive uh, i think can we move on from playing alex morgan as a striker like can correct we, can we get past some of these players that like shouldn't be in the team anymore sorry but your time is over let's, let's yeah let's think- let the all the new generation in. there's a lot of them but let's you know Correct. Let's and say goodbye to American Rapinos. Let's say goodbye to our Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Yeah, I think yeah. it's time. This World Cup should be yeah, yeah, crystal down yeah. of the end of a lot of those players. Mega Rapinoe. Like I wouldn't be calling them up from now on. Yeah, Mega Rapino. You got. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, got, they're great players. They've been great for a long time, but they've won multiple World Cups. Let's let's move on with a new fresh. And you have, you have, and you, you have great players. You have Sophia Smith. You, and you know the one you can see. In, I mean, there's in, endless in, amount. There's always another sixteen-year-old starla who's going to, you know, be the best player for the for the U.S. Women's National Team. So let's let's see a whole team of you know those, and we've got some players in their twenties that'll fill in the gaps. But I think these 35, 36, 37 year olds can. Now I think this would be their last international plays. If it was me, it's yeah. gracefully retire and let the next generation build something that's more, I think, planned out. And you know, you got four years to to think about another World Cup, but they this will be a wake up call. So Carly Carly Lloyd, uh, it's being rumored to hopefully coach. The the UN's women's national team. Um, they're saying that Blatko may be on his way out. Julie Ertz is done. I think Crystal Dunn is done. I think uh, Nayer, the, the goalkeeper, is done. I think, you know, so many positions that they need to improve. And like you said, other parts of the world, they're playing the game. And they're playing the game. And they're and right now, I'll say England and Spain. When it comes to how the uh, the leagues, though, that's the difference. It's yeah, not so much the national teams, yeah. the leagues in these the countries. Le- their leagues are growing. Are able to develop the players like Correct. we've been doing here in the U.S. for years. That now is happening in, in France, Germany, England. I don't think Sweden, more, Denmark. Sure there are more. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it is not only it's not it's no longer you know the U.S. need need to step up. Step up yeah. a level and, and say, "Hey, can't coast your way to every victory." Right, right. So step up, and you know we'll move on. It was it was sad, but anyways, uh, when it comes to OCB, you know they took a one-one draw against Inter Miami too. Um, you know, Felipe 
Nabi lost some penalties. Yeah, Nabi Kibugunchi. Yeah, lost some penalties. Um, Kibugunchi scored. 68th minute, right? Uh, it was uh, his third goal of the year in purple, tying him with Christopher Acuna and Moises Tablante with the most goals. Uh, also, uh, Emmanuel Almaguer was the captain and provided his second assist for Kibugunchi's uh, goal. Uh, good for him. I love uh, Coach, Coach Martin Perlman. It's very exciting to see OCB. I highly recommend everyone to go watch the OCB. And then not only that, you can take pictures with the guys right after, you know, and, and just support, you know, support support the you know the boys from OCB. They, they are the future of the league. So, you know, um, also, you know, they will return uh, to host the New England Revolution uh, actually in two days. Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to this one, Louise. Yeah. I'm going to go down to Osceola Heritage Park on Wednesday night. There you go. There you go. So um, let's read some more comments real quick. This year, Orlando City, we need to get Neymar and Poppy. There you go. So there you go. Renew Poppy and get Neymar. What do you do if Neymar gets here, John? Are you going to be? I, I'm going to be like a, like a, like I've seen the Beatles. I would, I would say, well, you're playing on the left wing. And Fakir's on the right <laughs> wing. It does right. Angulo, sadly, I think would have to be dropped if Neymar arrives. No. Unless you're going to play Neymar striker, where you're going to drop Duncan? No. You play no, Neymar. Man, the 10. He... Neymar play the ten. Yeah, he could probably right. He's got he could a pretty be... yeah, he, he, guy. Yeah, he's played. I say he's... we make Neymar our new ten. There you go. That's the deal. There. You... I like that. I, I like, like that. that. I like that. Uh, just on OCB, Luis, they got one, two, three, four. They've got seven games left in the season, and they currently sit in fifth. So they could definitely, you know, a couple more wins. They could creep up and get, you know, close to the top of the table. They're on, you know, 34 points, 40 points is in reach. They could get up to second or third. So hopefully OCB can finish the season strong. That would be awesome. Fantastic. So um, I want to add uh, and tell everyone to, you know, keep supporting us. Uh, appreciate everyone that has been watching the show and is listening to the show. If you're listening, uh, there's going to be a, a poll uh, right on the description of, of the of, of Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can definitely vote as well as uh, all our social media accounts. Make sure that you're subscribing to all our social media accounts. Uh, we're also available on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. Click on the notification for notifications. Anything else you want to add, uh, John, before we, we cut the show today? No, I just, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next, what is it, 14 days or so? Maybe maybe we can get a, one of the players, days. you know, maybe we do a little little interview. Oh, yeah, we got we got to plan something. I was, I'm going to cover the OCB game on Wednesday like we talked about, and... Then, you know, we got probably going to go to a pride game and, you know, I'm going to focus on our other teams for a little bit until uh, MLS regular play comes back. But uh, uh, maybe a bit of a break from Orlando City is good, right? Too much of a good thing can spoil. So we'll be hungry when they come back on, uh, what is it, August 23rd, I want to say, away against uh, Chicago. Sitch Taylor, real quick, last few comments. Messi sup out for the game. 
Thank you, Sitch. Appreciate it. Nashville pl uh, player need to come to Orlando City this year in 2023. There you go. It could be. Check my comments. It's just, uh, no. Thank you, Sitch, for watching our show. I appreciate it. But anyways, guys, uh, we'll see you guys next week uh, with more Loud and Proud Orlando. Uh, stick around, and uh, we'll be back. And then vamos Orlando. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Have a good night. Thank you. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando.